Yeah, man. <laughs> How big is your dick? Yeah. Send me a dick pic, yeah, bro. Yeah, mine's like 10 inches, bro. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Savage Podcast. Yes. Uh, uh, episode of uh, regu- regular programming. <laughs> regular programming. If you will. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, uh... <laughs> Guys, we've recorded two already because we're pre-recording a bunch because we're going on our Thailand and Bali trip, yeah, which is happening in uh, August happening in a so couple soon. weeks. We're literally leaving in two weeks, so we're pre-recording so. a bunch of things, a bunch of things. Yeah, so we've <laughs> so this is our third episode we're recording today, guys. So, so we're a little bit like fumbling with our words. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, but guys, we have a big announcement. I don't think we announced it yet. No, we haven't because this this yes. ep- the other episodes are coming out exactly. After. Yeah. So guys. We are doing another trip. Well, oh my God. <laughs> Where are we going, Rose? We going to Costa Rica. God damn. That is happening in January, yeah. my friends. We are going to Costa Rica mm-hmm. in January, and you can come along if you want to, okay? So the link to book the trip is in the show notes. It's in the description. You'll it's have below. You'll to me the link, Rose. I will. Okay, thank you. And uh, yeah, it's going to be so much fun. We're doing a vegan trip. It's going to be a week long. We're going to do a bunch of fun adventures. We'll have a local guide. Yeah. And it's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. So if you want to hang out with us, come mm-hmm. to Costa Rica with us, which I've never been. Daniel has been. I have, yeah. And you enjoy it? I loved it. Yes. I had a good time. So if you want to come with us, again, all the information, all the details will be linked below. And I believe there are still some early bird spots available so if you want to get the early bird spots i think there's either three or four left Mm -hmm. and with those early bird spots that gives you a hundred dollars off your trip okay so if you're in north america especially that's a really close flight and it's in january so a lot of north america is quite cold so if you want to escape that cold and come frolicking in (laughs) costa rica Rica. with us (laughs) pura vida Then you can sign up. Mm. Link is below in the show notes and in the description. Hopefully we'll see you there. Did you know that's a fun fact? I think it was in Costa Rica. What's a fun fact? So one of the things that like one of, and again, this is when like translation isn't always a good, like <laughs> you can never get it right. Yeah. Like, so one of the things that you would say, I think I'm like 99% sure it's in Costa Rica, but one of the things like a response to like, como estas? Like, how are you? Would be like, pura vida. Yeah. Which translates to like full life, but it's just okay. like, you're you're like really like yeah, having a great day. Life. You're, you're full having a great time. Exactly. You're like pura energetic. Pura vida? Yeah. Pura vida. Yeah. Okay. Pura vida. Yeah. Maybe I'll learn Spanish I before can, I go to Costa Rica. I'm actually contemplating. This is, a, again, it's on my list of <laughs> bazillion and one things to do. That you will never do? <laughs> no, I will. I, mm-hmm. Some of them I will do, Rose. Okay. okay don't, be, don't be shaming me, okay? Mm-hmm. On this podcast in front of this inter- I will. international audience. Well, you need a little push and that be the push yeah, that you, you need, be, maybe. You be a pusher? I is. Gonna push me off the cliff? <laughs> like you almost did yesterday when we were hiking? <laughs> you need a lot of pushing because, you know. But I know I think I want to take. You're a man, you know. 
<laughs> you need a woman <laughs> to tell you what to do. <laughs> I need to find myself a nice Korean wife. You know, like they say in uh, my big fat Greek wedding, mm-hmm. the man may be the head of the house, but the woman is the neck <laughs> and she can turn him wherever he wants. <laughs> do you love that saying, Rose? Why? Are you going to be the neck of your house? <laughs> you have to be. The man doesn't know what the fuck he's... Otherwise, he's just a floating head. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's true, though. I, I was but say- you have to make it seem like it was his idea. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, they get all up, you know, all male ego-ish. You right. know? Oh, God. Oh, fuck, <laughs> I didn't want to do this. But then when it's their idea, it's like, yeah. it's like you know, you're saying, like, you need to make them feel wanted. Or like, uh, no, no, not wanted. Sorry, Needed. needed. <laughs> You're like, oh, I need a big, strong man to help me with this. Like, yeah, babe, I got that. I'll open that jar of pickles for you. And you're like, oh my god, thank you so much. Is this what you think of straight relationships? (laughs) This is what I think of Rose doing with her boyfriend. It's just well, it's because it's not my fault. They have such fragile egos. Oh, babe, can you help me with this, please? Yeah, babe, I got that. Don't worry, I got you. And you know. And you know, if they can't open it, they're going to be all fucking... Oh, of course. They'll be frazzled. Like, you know, it, nothing's more amusing. Not more amusing. But like, <laughs> than like a guy trying to like figure something out and it's and not working. And then they working, get frustrated. And it's like, oh, fuck. This fucking jar. Why is it not oh, fucking no. opening? Well, I would never date a man like that. Okay. Okay. That is so unattractive. What? When they start swearing. When they start getting frustrated and mm. angry. That's true. You know? I don't think I could. Yeah, that would be hard. Like, like I need da- a man a little bit more secure. Yeah. Like know? imagine dating someone with like, it's just like a really volatile temper. Oh, that's no, you know, that's like, a complete, what, not even a red flag. What is the term? Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Yeah. yeah. Deal breaker. Not even a, it's not even a flag at that point. It's, it's a, not a flag. You're out of the game. You're out of the game. Yeah. You're out of the game. You're fired. Bye bye. See you later. <laughs> exactly. Good riddance. No flags for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> get the GTFO. Get the fuck out. <laughs> This is Daniel, old man, trying to be young and relatable. I know. (laughs) It's like, what was that? What is that thing kids say? GTFO. (laughs) That's what they say, isn't it? It's like, 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 this hasn't happened to me recently, but I feel like it's happened in the past where I've matched with someone. They're like, yeah, I'm not really on here much. Do you want to just add me on Snap? And I'm like... Um, uh, Do people actually say this? Sometimes. And I was like... Wait, "Uh, grown men? Yeah. How old are they? Because like I know you like to talk to some youngins. Okay. Oh my God, Rosa. You like, like you like some of them My youngins. cutoff is 27. It's quite young, Daniel. It is pretty young, actually. That's but then I, so young. I, I, I cast a wide net. I say 27 up to 42. Fair. Okay, you know, so that's a, so the 27-year-olds are like, can you add me on Snap? No, but that's only happened. <laughs> and then when that happened, I'm like, okay, you're too young for me. Like, if you're asking uh, me to add you on Snapchat. Oh, my God. No. If a straight man asked me to add him on Snap... <laughs> Especially a grown ass man. Yeah. But nobody. Would that be a red flag or would that be a game <laughs> you, over? It would be game over. <laughs> That'd be, that would be that would be I don't even like when they ask me to add me on Instagram. Mm. I definitely prefer I just phone, just ask for the number. Well, I feel like there's a lot of people out there too on like these apps that are like, oh, this is this like is they want to get followers. Yes. Oh. This is my biggest pet peeve. Don't check on here very much. Oh, much yeah, much I, better on Instagram. Like, why are you on this app then? Yeah, then fucking just date on Instagram. Exactly. Go DM, DM people on Instagram if that's yeah, your deal. Like, I know. Oh, I, oh that's... Oh. No, that's that's a deal That's a deal breaker. Yeah, if I see that... If like, I see someone's like, yeah, add me on it. I'm like, no, deal breaker. I'm much better on Instagram. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Next. Next. Talk to you later, guys. <laughs> I mean, um, I kind of want to do something with you. This is very random. Yeah. But because you're such an old man. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> I want... So I saw this you're video. You're ageist. I, I saw this video of... Uh, 
someone those like there's video videos like this where yeah. there's like someone's mom or something and like the, her teenage daughter or something and they say uh gen z slang yeah and then the mom has to guess what it means <laughs> so i kind of want to so, do this so, with you so would i be the mom in this scenario <clears throat> you would be <laughs> the mom in this scenario <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> because do you know the Gen well, Z I know so I know a lot more than you do because okay. I think because I spend time you know more time than I would like to admit on, on TikTok social media. Yeah, so I'm I think that's the only reason why I know like half these terms. Okay, if I wasn't on social media, I would not know any of these terms. And I know you don't spend that much time on social media. I really so. don't. So I'm, although your your uh, TikTok time is my, going up, I actually I actually for the first time ever today hit my time limit because I put an <gasps> hour I put an hour time limit. Oh, on it. you yeah. hit it. Yeah. Oh, this is how it starts, Daniel. And then I put a snooze for 15 minutes because, you know, I can put it for 15 minutes. That's how it starts, Daniel. I know. Oh, God. Okay, so this is a random <laughs> segment, guys. Random segment in this. But I feel like this yeah. could be very interesting. Okay. Okay, so you have to just guess what it's supposed to mean, okay? okay? And I'll try to give examples. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> that one's too easy. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, you have to say no, it anyway, Rose. No, there's too many, okay? okay. I gotta... You're just trying to give me the no, really hard ones are, so I look Some of these are, like, really easy, like, cancel culture. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's stupid. Yeah. Okay, um... Stan, oh, that's easy. Like I, uh, like I can't stand something. No, S T A N. Stan. <laughs> like I'm a, I'm a so and so Stan. Like a fan. Yes. Yeah. That one's easy. Oh my god, some of these are so stupid. Like ghosting. That's not okay, Gen Z. That's slang. not Gen Z. Okay, that's whatever. like our lingo. Uh huh. Okay. Again, very easy. Oh. Okay, this one I did not know. Okay. But I know now. Uh, Finna. I'm done. No, like it's basically, okay. I don't even know how to say it properly. Finna go to the park. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to. What? Finna. I don't know when. How does that even <laughs> say last? <laughs> that's, that's Gen Z. No, know. is it? Yes. <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, no cap. No cap. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, like, oh, um, I think he's hot. No cap. Um, I like no, like no other, like nothing else or like no lie. That's no lie. Okay. No. So, so far, I mean, it's not looking good for you, Daniel. No, it's not. <laughs> hey, you didn't know any of these either. Did you? Uh, did you know yes. no cap? Yes. I knew no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know all these so far. I even knew Finna, even though it's stupid. <laughs> okay. Um, Chugi. I think I've taught you this one. Chugi. Oh, you did teach me this one, but I forget like, what it is. Ew, those are so chugi. Like kind of gross? Not really gross, no. That's like not kind a... of tacky? No. Kind of, but no. Mm, okay, what is it? It's like not trendy. Like something millennials uh, would do. They'd be like, that's chugi. <laughs> I hate this. Um, oh, okay, hold on. Hmm. Okay, I've never heard of this term. So I feel like you wouldn't know anything. No, I probably won't. Um, camp. Like kind of gay? Yeah, I thought that's what it meant. But no, it says something that is ironically trendy. That's Fuck. camp? No, because camp and what I remember is <clears throat> someone's like camp. Mm-hmm. They're a bit like on the feminine side. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the that's the chuggy term for it, Daniel. It's been repurposed. I guess for so. This, for this generation. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. L. Like that's an L. Loser? Nope. Oh, wait. Yes, it is. Wait. Meaning a loss. Yes. Yeah. Opposite of a W. Okay, whatever. There you go, Daniel. Oh, look at you. You're so See, smart. I know some of them, Rose. <laughs> Down with the kids. <laughs> Add me on Snap. <laughs> oh, drip. 
like coffee? <laughs> no. No, wait. Drip. That's, can you use it in a sentence? Uh, I, I don't even know how to use this in a sentence. I'm about to drip. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently drip is a term for a cool or sexy trend or style. Oh. I don't so know how to use that in a term. I know. But like, like, that's drip? Like. <laughs> that's drip. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, God damn. Let's see. Um, oh. Oh my God. Hold on. Bet. Say it again. Bet. B-E-T. Bet? Like a, well, it's not going to be me in a regular no. bet. Um, like, that's <laughs> that, like enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> Simply put, the slang term means yes. Comparable to millennial term word. <laughs> bet. <laughs> oh my God. Are, are we old? <laughs> We're old. It's like one of the younger guys on my team. <clears throat> He's always just like, say less. So you know what I, oh, so you know what I started say saying less. to him? Say more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'll get that done. Say less. I'm like, yeah, say more. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine being like, oh, yeah, like, like, are you coming out tonight? Bet. <laughs> say less. <laughs> say more. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Let's see. One more. Um, oh, God. No. There's got to be more. Okay. Hold on. One more, Rose. One more. I want to get a really good one then. Okay. Like the Riz. You know that one because I taught you. Did you see Riz. it on there and you skipped it, didn't no, you? No, I saw it in a video, though. Mm. Some of these are too easy. Hold on. The Riz. That means charisma, guys. <laughs> Down with the kids. Down with the kids. God, we're so old now. <laughs> Hold on. Let me find a good one. Um, I think this one's easy. Bussin. Bussin? Bussin. Like you're like busy? It's bussin. Like it's busy. No. <laughs> it's bussin. It's got a vibe. I don't know. It's a quirky use for when you taste something delicious. That's bussin. That's delicious. <laughs> That'd be bussin. There you go on uh, this week's episode of Talking to Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> That's very chuggy of you, Daniel. That we don't do chuggy. this anymore. What okay? is it, this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, guys. So let's jump into our stories. Hope you enjoy that little segment yep. of Trendy Words with Daniel. Yeah. If you want us to guess more words. Trendy Words with Daniel. The, the most trendy person ever. <laughs> that was actually very entertaining. Mm. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Maybe next I time we'll, we'll let the roles be reversed. Yeah. And I'll pick some hard ones for you. Maybe you should pick some really old-fashioned words from your time. Mm. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we would both know those words, because we're the same age. So... <laughs> I'm hip and happening. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. So first story, it's a bit crazy. Okay. So remember last week we talked about Carly Russell. Okay. And that for, woman. Yes. For a refresher, just so I'm refreshing myself as well. Yes. Um, this was a lady that she was driving down the freeway and she sees like a child on the freeway and yes. is like, what the fuck's going on? Gets out of her car, calls, I think 911 yes. and is like, there's an abandoned child, blah, 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 blah. Phone dies. No, phone doesn't die. She screams. She screams. She, she's on the phone with yep. um, either law enforcement or I think it was like Call her brother's oh, okay. girlfriend or something. She's on the phone with someone. Someone. Yeah. And then. Screams. Yeah, screams. There's a scream. Mm -hmm. And then the call dies. Yeah. And then the police get there and no one is to be found. Her And all of her shit's still in her car. <laughs> Everything's like still there. And then like two or three days later. She like shows up. Yes. Back at her like parents' house or something. Yes. So yeah. that's how we left it. Yeah. And I think like literally right after we recorded that last week's episode, 
a lot of stuff came out. God damn, what, what has happened? Basically, um, so she went missing, all that stuff. And she claimed that when she came back that she was like <clears throat> attacked or, or someone was trying to abduct her? Well, basically. Oh, yeah. So she so she had called 911. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, after she had called 911, uh, I guess 911 was like, stay there. We'll be mm-hmm. there. And then she called her brother's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then that's who heard the scream. The scream okay? okay. Showed up. Blah, blah, blah. This whole thing went super viral. And then she came back and everyone apparently had a lot of questions. So the issue is now people are asking, was this a hoax? Like, was she faking the whole thing? The whole thing. Yeah. So the reason why people ask this for a number of reasons, first of all, um, so apparently the police chief, they were like interviewing her a little bit and then uh, Carly Russell said that after calling 911, a man emerged from the trees near the highway to say he was checking on the child. She then said the man forced her into the car. And the next thing she remembers is being in the trailer of an 18 wheeler. So the man apparently was uh, had orange hair with a bald spot. And she heard a voice of a woman who was with him but never saw her face. She said she managed to escape from the trailer but was recaptured, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She was forced to undress and be photographed. And then after being... She was put in another vehicle. She escaped again and then made it home by running through the woods. Yeah. Now, so few things that are sketchy. The reason why people are a bit like, is this real? Yeah. Number one, apparently uh, no one has reported seeing any sort of toddler on the freeway. Yeah. Okay. So that's a bit weird because you would expect most people, if they see a toddler, the most, like the least you would do is at least call the police or, you know, yeah, you know, even if you may not stop, you would expect, but there's been no actual sighting of any sort of toddler mm-hmm. on the freeway. And the other thing <clears throat> is that, so I guess before this whole thing happened, this, this girl was working at the spa. She works at a spa. So she was leaving the spa and apparently, uh, uh, the, on the day of disappearance, she reportedly like basically stole like a bathrobe or took a bathrobe, toilet paper and other items from the spa that she worked in. Yeah. Then she went to Target uh, shortly before she went missing, bought some snacks and like random things. OK, mm-hmm. <clears throat> now those items that she had brought with her from Target. And so she brought snacks, bathrobe, toilet paper. Yeah. Those were not in the car when she like when they found her car yeah yeah everything else was there like her phone was there you know her wig was there yeah but not the things that she reportedly took from the spa and she bought from target as exactly well. yeah so like who's taking target snacks <laughs> like you know when you're being kidnapped right yeah. so a little bit a little bit sus and then also noted that Russell, so Carly Russell, mm-hmm. drove 600 yards while on the phone with 911 saying she was watching the child. So she's on the phone mm-hmm. and she's driving 600 yards, which apparently is very, very, it's quite far. Okay. So how is she seeing a child 600 yards in front of her? Yeah. And if she is, why is no one else seeing her? Yeah, the and child? was the child at night as well? Was it I night? think it was, I can't, I can't remember. I think yeah. it was at night. I'm not sure. Either way, it's like, that would be very hard to see. Yeah. So she obviously called and she's still driving as she's calling. Yeah. Normally, I would assume you would have maybe pulled over mm. already. Stopped. Because like I wouldn't either or like you would have seen that child and you would have driven past that. child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> so then police said they received no other reports of a toddler walking alone. 
and video footage on the highway appears to show only one figure, Russell, on the side of the road. To think that a toddler barefoot could be three, four years old, could travel six foot. Oh, yeah. So 600 yards is six football fields without getting in the roadway, without uh, crying. It's very hard for me to understand. Yeah. And then there's more. So. There were internet searches on Russell's mobile phone. In the days before her arrest, Russell was searching for information about one-way bus tickets and how to get money from a cash register without getting caught. She also looked into whether someone had to pay for an Amber Alert, which is a program that helps alert communities when children are missing. On the day she went missing, Russell apparently searched for the movie Taken. Have you seen it? Yeah. Which is a, a 2008 thriller in which Liam Neeson plays a dad who hunts down human traffickers yeah. who kidnapped his teenage daughter and her best friend. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> we don't know. God damn. But this is the alleged, you know, you know. So the people are saying there's two possibilities. Yeah. Well, there's three potential possibilities. One possibility is that she really did get kidnapped. This whole thing is true. And maybe there's some misunderstanding. Second possibility yeah. is that she was having a mental breakdown. Yeah. And she had a psychosis and she maybe hallucinated a child, hallucinated this whole thing. Mm, Who the hell knows? Yeah. That could be a possibility. For sure. Third possibility, which a lot of people are saying based on the, her previous behavior and her internet searches, is that it's a hoax. And that she's doing it for attention? That's the guess because yeah. the only other reason you do it for is money and I don't know if they're getting money. Yeah, yeah, So apparently some people do this shit for attention. We don't know. Yeah. But, you know such a weird thing to do for attention. It's like a, I, it's a, yeah, I don't, I don't know guys. I'm just like, it, it is a thing that people do. People I mean, pretend people to be it. pregnant. Yeah. People do all kinds of crazy people, shit. And the people, you know, fake abductions, people do all sorts of things. Yeah. So do you think, what do you think based on what you've just heard? Mm. Well, there are some very strange things to the stories. I mm. think that the fact that she did purchase stuff if that's confirmed that she purchased stuff from Target. Target and from you know had stuff that she allegedly stolen from the yeah. uh, spa it's weird and why would like it seems like she was like packing stuff to go like hide in the woods for a couple yeah. days you know what i mean like exactly but then also like why the fuck would you do that like i just I don't, don't understand know. um so that's a bit weird um I don't know. I think it's it's it, it does sound a bit weird, like the fact that there was no one else's no one else saw a child on the side of the road because you would you would assume like not everyone's going to stop as well, right? Some people will continue driving. Yes, but like most people would call nine one one if they were like, oh, there's a child on the road or whatever. Like maybe not everyone would stop. Maybe I don't know. They're going somewhere. Some people would stop, but like maybe she was the first one to stop. But definitely other people would have probably I seen this so. child. There's. I just feel like that's the biggest thing for me. Mm. Well, that and the searches. A little suspicious. Like the searches aren't, I would say, they're not like damning. They're not like damning evidence. Sometimes I search random shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I've searched some shit. Like if, if anyone pulls up anyone, you can make connections. Oh, of course. Like if you look at my search history, yeah. like honestly, some of the stuff that I'll like randomly, like I'll be watching, <laughs> I'll be watching a movie and it might be like a crime documentary or something. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is what happens with the body. And I might Google it. Like, right. oh, is that actually what happens? Like, is that legit? And it'll be like, oh, this is, you know. Yeah. So there's some But that random- coupled in with your kidnapping. Yeah. You know, God, that's that's a pretty big coincidence, True. if you ask me. It's like that story of that guy that um, was Google searching, like oh. how, how to hide a body, <laughs> how to dispose of a body. We're full on damage. Oh, yeah. That, it was like two. Yeah, yeah. Pardon me. It's like mine. You might have a couple of random shit yes. in there. Like, oh, uh, what happens to a body when X, Y, Z? I saw it on a show or whatever. Yeah. Or like, you know, act, like maybe a 
who's like more information about Ted Bundy or something random like yeah. right but then all my other searches are gonna be like stupid shit like how do you get a stain out of the cloth or yeah. like you know what's... how long does it take for a body to decompose yeah. like well that was not in my search history how do so. you dismember a body yeah. <laughs> that's too damning yeah that's very uh, how are they ever gonna find out with this though like how well are they I think find... the police are well, this is another thing people have been saying is they're saying if they if the police because the police probably know more than we do. Right. Yeah. So if the police thought that this was real, then they probably would be a lot more vigilant toward to the public saying, like, obviously, there's some kidnapper going around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they haven't really said much. So I think okay. that's another thing that people are kind of holding on to being like they're mm. saying, like, if it was true that she got kidnapped and they believe to be true. Yeah. They would be warning the public a little bit more. Yeah. On like, you know you know, be on the lookout for an orange or red haired man. What is it? Orange, orange hair, red haired man. I think. And also some people are saying that the description that she gave, which is, was it orange hair or whatever? Orange red or hair. red? Yeah. A orange a hair. Ginge, basically. A ginge with like a bald spot is a yeah. very specific description that not many people would meet apparently. Mm. So, you know, maybe she wants to fake this, but doesn't mm. want to implicate anyone. Yeah. So, cause like you you know, that's a very specific true thing that maybe it's hard to find a man with that description, which I mean, I don't know if, if it is. But, but then also it's a unique because like, there's not that many gingers. out I there. know. So they're probably just going to find one and be exactly. like, <laughs> and be like uh, what, what are you talking about? Um. Yeah. So what? Uh, oh, and she also searched, which I thought was a little sus, sus. as well. Um, she also searched maximum age for an Amber alert. Because when I heard about the Amber alert, part, I was like, that doesn't really make sense because she's not a child. Yeah. Because Amber Alert, as far as I know, is for children. Yeah. It's not really for adults, but she searched maximum age, which I find interesting. Huh. But again, not really damning. She no. also searched for how to take money from a register and one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville. Okay. Mm. So again, could be... Maybe she was planning a trip. Exactly. From Birmingham to Nashville. Exactly. So it could be whatever. Okay. Yeah. The searches, I'm not really sure if they're damning. No, this is the thing. You have to be, unless it was like so many specific things, yeah. like um, how to fraudulently, dis <laughs> how to disappear, what supplies mm -hmm. you need to disappear for mm -hmm. a few days, um, how to, you know, like these kind of things. Yeah. It's still a bit shady. It's still a bit like weird, but some of that stuff, like I could see myself Googling. Like if I watched a show on TV or something that was like about robbing a bank, I might be like, best way to rob a bank, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> yeah, out of yeah, curiosity, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. I don't know. I think the issue that a lot of people are upset about, like, again, we don't know if this is a hoax or not. Mm -hmm. It seems to be pointing in that direction, but we don't know. So the issue is, is that, so this is like one of the rare times in which a black woman's disappearance uh, is taken very seriously. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, went viral, which, you know, usually it's, it gets swept under the rug, not as much attention on it. Right. And one of the only times it does go viral it could be a hoax. So people are very upset about that aspect. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> she had a lot of backlash from the community. I mean, it's, it doesn't look good. No. You know? I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't think it ever looks good when you fake a kid No, but especially... You know? It's kind of like... Do you remember that guy? There was like an actor that um, is like infamous now. He was like a black gay actor. And he faked uh, some sort of hate crime. Yes. Oh, what was his name? Oh, I, I, I can find it. Yeah, yeah. I remember him. And then it was like all over the media and stuff. And, and then, you know, he, it ended up being a hoax. Yeah. God, yeah. What was his name? We need yeah. to we need to find I'll this out. I'll Rose. find it. It's on the tip of my... I can like... I know. I can like kind of see him, but I can't like fully... Jesse Smollett. Let's see his Jesse picture. Jesse Smollett. He was in... He was like a... 
um i think he was like a child actor Can you see one without, in... without the mask <laughs> is that what he looks like hold on let me find like a photo Google images yeah there you go oh yeah okay yeah 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 i think he was in mighty dogs was he in mighty dogs he might have been check us um i am not IMDb. oh yeah he was I guess uh, I don't really recognize this kid, but no. anyway, anyway. <clears throat> it was like that kind of situation where it's like, you know, you got, do you got to do that? You know? Yeah. It doesn't look like it's, it's not like these things don't happen mm. to gay men or black men. Yeah. But it's like when you fake it, it kind of, you know, it's like when sexual, when people fake sexual yeah. assault, they, you know, they start saying, oh, boy cried wolf. Yes. And it's like you know, now the real victims are not going to get the justice. Exactly. And well, and they might not get taken as seriously. Cause exactly. they're going to be like, there might be like, oh, is it a hoax? Is exactly. It, is it something else? What are you doing? So now, yeah, it's a whole thing because now people are saying, you know, this is just adding to this. It's just not a good situation. If it was a hoax, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that. Um, so that's story number one. Damn. <laughs> Story number two. Our favorite uh, conservative commentator, Stephen Crowder. Oh, is this He's more back about his, in the news? More about his divorce? No, it's more interesting. Oh. So, title of this article: Groomer, groomer-ish. Former employees describe Stephen Crowder's sexual harassment. Oh my God. <laughs> Are we even surprised? Let's be honest. Okay. <laughs> Far-right media personality Stephen Crowder, who has falsely accused teachers of grooming children, of course, Mm -hmm. has been accused of sexual misconduct in the workplace. And some of his employers or employees say he is an actual groomer. Speaking under anonymity due to fear of retaliation. Interesting. Five former staff members on Stephen Crowder's show. Well, I could see that, Rose, because a lot of people, a lot of women, well, Mm. any any kind of... um, Mm. But specifically women, there's this, this fear to come forward because right. you know what? Not backlash from him, but like if they're working at another place, yeah. that company might be like, oh, which is so messed up. Is she going to is she going to cause us trouble here? Yeah. Is she going to think that, oh, if I just, you know, say good job and pat her on the back, it's going to be constituted mm. as sexual. Assault. You know, like, yeah, that's the kind of backlash. I think no, they're totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is like, there's definitely backlash yeah. that people get from you know, coming out and saying stuff like this, which is so fucked up. I know, it's so dumb. So, five former staff members on Steven Crowder's show, Louder with Crowder, accused the host of creating a hostile work environment, (laughs) unsurprising. That's not surprising at all. That included bullying, erratic behavior, including rampant drug use. Of course, it's always the holier-than-thou people that do all the shady shit. Mm -hmm. And most alarmingly, according to... Most alarmingly, according to multiple people, sexual harassment, according to text messages reviewed by the outlet, Crowder sent photos of his genitals to coworkers, a.k.a. dick pics. (laughs) Damn. He would allegedly expose his genitals to employees, but I heard he did it to men as like a joke. That's what I heard. Now, they're not saying this, but... Mm. He would allegedly expose his genitals to employees in person so frequently that most of them either laughed uncomfortably or showed outright disgust as a way to give him the attention he sought to uh, he sought to as a way to get him to stop. Could you so Im- I guess? Yeah. Could you imagine just being your, at your boss, work, your boss, just like going around exposing his genitals? Oh my everyone? God, I can't. Like, no, thank you. I don't want to see any of that. That's unbelievable. Steven Crowder, put Ew, your, put your, Crowder put your away. fucking... <laughs> <laughs> put your Crowder away. I don't want to see that. 
the more disgusted everyone seemed, the more pleasure he seemed to get from it. Oh, it's God. like he couldn't understand that we weren't on, uh, we weren't in on his joke. Mm-hmm. Another person who said they received unsolicited, unwanted images of Crowder's genitals uh, warned that looking back at the behavior, they believe he was acting in a way he had accused others of. Mm. In the moment, he we dismissed it as some sort of frat boy behavior. So this is why I believe it was men that were on the receiving end of this. Right, right, right. And I think that's why maybe it wasn't taken as like a serious Seriously, thing because yeah. guys are just like, oh, yeah, he's my dick. <laughs> <laughs> That what you think guys are like, bro? Yeah, man. <laughs> Hobbies, your dick. Yeah. Send me a dick pic, yeah, bro. mine's like 10 inches, bro. <laughs> You're killing me, Rose. You're killing me. Do you like my stra- straight man voice? I do. <laughs> yeah, man. What's wrong with the little dick? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, Anyways, so again, maybe he's a little, you know, he acts homophobic but we all know what happens sometimes to those people that are homophobic they're a little homoerotic yeah. <laughs> like end. why do you have to you gotta whip out your dick mm-hmm. do you have to do you want to be showing it to all the men in the office why are you doing it <laughs> exactly you're ending up inside someone you know <laughs> god damn i can't think of anything worse than sleeping with steven crowder oh my oh. god he's probably so, so bad and he'd probably too. be so bad and bad and oh, just so, so obnoxious bad. and just oh. like oh oh Oh, yeah. Oh, it says here. Um, Crowder, uh, a former staff member, said only exposed himself to other men. Mm-hmm. And in regards to exposing himself in general, to my knowledge, he only exposed himself to male staffers. It happened all the time. It was a regular occurrence. Mm-hmm. It usually happened when he was in a really good sort of manic mood. While we were all disgusted by it, it was never welcomed. Um it was preferable to him being in a bad mood and how he treated people in that state. So basically, I'd rather see his penis yeah. than him in a bad mood, yeah. which says a lot about this person. God damn. <laughs> Is any of this really that surprising, though? It's kind of not, actually. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, like, shocked. I was like, oh, he showed his dick to male employees. Yeah. Seems like something he would do. It is like a very like frat boy. Like you know what it makes me think of? Like I remember when I was living in the UK and my my roommate's like cousin or something. He was a uh, on the rugby team mm. and he would tell me all the stories of like the rugby guys would do. Oh. And it was like shit right. like this, like yeah. showing each other their dicks and like you know just a random like, like it's weird a little shit. homoerotic. It a hundred percent it is. <laughs> like some of the stories I'm telling you, I'm like, uh, are you sure those guys aren't gay? Like, like uh, yeah, because I'm not like, hey girls, like. Look at my boobs. Or here's my vagine. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see my vagine, ladies? Oh, take it all in. Look at it. <laughs> That's right. Is that, you th- is that how you think women are? <laughs> Come look at my vagine, ladies. God damn. Seriously. <laughs> women would never be like, yeah, whatever you just did Whip there. Whip it out. <laughs> Whip out your vagine. I want to see it. Is that not what you guys do when you all hang out together? Yeah, we do pillow fights and then we whip out our vagines. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I've changed in front of my friends, you yeah, know. But, but changing is one changing thing. Changing like, is different. Like If you're just changing exactly. to get into something else, it's like not a big deal. It's not like, it's not like I'm being like, hey, whoa, look at my dick. <laughs> you know, like that's completely different. Yeah, <laughs> that's completely different than me like going and like happening to get naked here because I'm changing into something, you know. I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> Oh, God. Ladies, no. look at my vagina. I mean, <laughs> my 
controversial opinion, which has absolutely no factual data whatsoever. Love it. Is that some of these men that are, again, these quote unquote hyper masculine men mm-hmm. that are in especially these hyper masculine sports. Yeah. Maybe they're compensating. They're overcompensating because mm-hmm. they're maybe a little bit in the homosexual region. Well, you know what I think it is? I think you might have, again, mm. with no factual evidence to support <laughs> this claim whatsoever. <laughs> but I do feel like, especially, well, and I do agree, like a lot of guys that come out later, they they, yes. they, they felt the need to be like these hyper-masculine guys yes. when they were still in the closet because they didn't want anyone to even know. Yeah. Like, I don't want to think know. exactly. But I also think for some of the guys that end up like married and have a wife and everything else, maybe it was just that like, they're actually a little bit more on the bisexual spectrum, yeah, that could but they just never it. like went there yeah. or did that because they were like afraid or whatever, yes. you know, like there's a stigma there. So I think you're onto something though. Yeah, definitely, I think it's true. Definitely the most like, in ge- not always, always like obviously, but like a lot of the time, like guys that are super homophobic, yeah, like to the point where it's like, buddy, why do you care so much? Exactly. And they're super hyper masculine, super like into sports, and just like really like, you know, one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, it ends up that they're closeted or they're yes. like, you know, living a double life. You know. Why do they feel the need mm-hmm. to fucking whip out their dick? It's like that show. Do you remember? Um, uh, what was it called? It was like a, a, a mini series about like gay guys in London and the AIDS epidemic. I know exactly which one. I can't yeah. remember the name of it. This is Sin or something or S- something like this. Something. Sin. I don't know. I can't. And remember. one of the guys on there. Do you remember? He was like the roommate of that really nerdy mm. guy, and he was like all like masculine. And he was like, and, like a like, fucking asshole. Yeah, and then he was like he was like raping someone yeah. basically, or like yeah, um, yeah. I think it's a possibility. I'm not saying Steven Crowder is necessarily gay. I think there's a lot of some sort of issues going yeah. on but it sounds okay. like there's some like it sounds like if they're doing a lot of drugs and stuff on set too like if he's yeah you know doing rails and stuff like prob- <laughs> probably it would explain some of his erratic behavior yeah right like why he's so crazy and all of a sudden wired and they're like oh yeah. here's my dick <laughs> <laughs> take a look take a look at it the twig and berries <laughs> i just couldn't be- like i just can't imagine like mm. being in a professional workplace and just whipping out your but like also like I couldn't imagine my boss doing that to me oh my god you know I'd be like that is traumatizing I like I feel very uncomfortable here like that is traumatizing put your dick away it put, put it away no one sir. wants to see it sir put it away yeah. nobody wants to see a fucking limp noodle exactly <laughs> just flopping around no one needs to see that I can live the rest of my life happily not seeing your limp noodle <laughs> did you have any stories Daniel god damn I did do you oh okay so guys yeah. um <clears throat> so basically here I'll, 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 this is, so there was a, tr- basically <laughs> there's a story revolving around a church. Are you having a manic episode? I am having a manic episode. And basically what had happened was, I guess <laughs> the news article is, I thought of vagine again. <laughs> oh God. Federal. D- <laughs> Look at my vagine. You got to do the movement, Rose. Vagine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like. Do you even know what a vagine, that, that doesn't do anything. That would be for your dick when no, you're like, will it, you know? And you're windmilling it. <laughs> oh my god! Unfortunately, the vagine doesn't do this. No, I know. I know uh, some people's lips might. I don't oh, know. God damn. <laughs> I'm actually dying right now. <laughs> oh god, you really the AC needs to turn on in here, Rose. I'm actually getting really hot now. <laughs> I think it's the you know vagine talk. It you is. Know, I think you're getting a little too excited about. Okay. The Steven Crowder's dick or the vagine or <laughs> it's a combi- something. It's <laughs> a combination of both. I don't know what's happening. Um, okay, guys. So the story so, is mm. federal jury convicts four Florida, Florida, Florida <laughs> men for selling beach salute. Ble- <laughs> Let's start this again. 
federal federal jury convicts four Florida men for selling bleach solution Uh, as a miracle cure for diseases. Okay. What happened? Okay. What happened, Daniel? Tell me everything. Apparently, the jury decided to convict a father and his three sons for selling a toxic bleach solution as a miracle medical cure out of a fake Florida church's (gasps) website to thousands of consumers across the country. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, what did it say? So, basically, they did it under the guise of religion. Yeah. So, they had a fake website, and they were like, this is a miracle cure. We have a church. Yeah. And it was saying... So, during the trial and closing arguments, prosecutors had a lot to say about the four defendants. Okay. Um, Are they a family? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. A father and their three sons. three sons, yeah. That's insanity. Okay, so, uh, blah, 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 who used phony religious front on a website, the Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing, to sell a million dollars no. worth of their miracle solution <clears throat> in video pitches as a cure for 95% of the world's known diseases, from AIDS to the coronavirus. Oh, my God. This whole mir- miracle mineral solution scheme was built on deception and dishonesty. And they created a fir- created a fake church to make it harder for the Food and Drug Administration <sighs> to stop them from selling snake oil. Uh-huh. So they like did it like in mm-hmm. a in a guise mm-hmm. behind religion to try to like make it a little bit harder to uh huh to. This encounter. is why you have to audit these religious organizations. Mm-hmm. This is crazy to me. I mean, there's yeah. so many so many things wrong here, but like, <clears throat> did anyone die from any of this? Like, I don't know if anyone died. A like, million dollars. Yeah. I'm sure some people definitely got sick from it. Yeah. Because like, you're selling like a, a, a bleach solution. Yeah. Like, are they drinking it? They must be. It's some, some kind of ingestion, I would assume. That is insane. Well, maybe there was an anal option. Stop. <laughs> Sorry, guys. There's just too much. There's way too much going on right now. But uh, yeah. Okay. So MMS is... Okay. So th- basically... They were charged, uh, yada, 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 after the coronavirus outbreak, mm-hmm. and they were distributing this toxic MMS substance. Medical mineral solution. Or, oh, no, right. miracle. Sorry, miracle <clears throat> mineral solution. Right. So, basically, oh, yeah. So, FDA said it received several reports of hospitalizations and life-threatening uh, conditions as people drank the dangerous substance. MMS is a chemical solution containing sodium chloride that when mixed with water and citric acid, which is an activator, turns into chlorine dioxide, a powerful bleach typically used for industrial water treatment or bleaching textiles, pulp, and paper. I'm shocked no one died. I know. And you know what else? Also, like, <clears throat> I'm sorry. This dad and his sons, the fact that... You okay, Ross? I'd just be shocked. Okay. <laughs> I was like... Oh. <laughs> I was like um, the fact that you guys are selling a substance that you know is like basically Potentially bleach. killing people. Like how the fuck? Where's your conscience? They need to get... Are, like, are they getting life in prison? What's going on? I don't know. It says that they're just been like... Did it say what they're... 12 person jury? Well, they've been convicted, but I think they still need to uh, get their sentence. Carries up to five years in prison. <clears throat> That's it? Wait a second. The jury found the four dependents guilty of conspiring to defraud the U.S. government and FDA, which regulates blah, 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 blah. Okay, but that's one thing. Addition. Oh, wait. There you go. Yeah. Additionally, the jury found two of the Gre- uh, Grenons 
guilty of two counts of violating federal court orders requiring them to stop selling. Oh, so they were already told to, to stop, stop selling, selling it. it. And those counts carry a maximum pen- penalty of life in prison. I mean, these are just, honestly, guys, from this story, these are just skis bags. Like, number one, they're selling a substance to people that can kill them, right? Like, like already off the no. bat. And they know. They know. Like, ble- everyone yeah. knows bleach fucking kills people. Yeah. Number two, they made a fake church website to entice people that are very religious and all this other stuff to buy this yeah. mi- quote unquote miracles, so mir- yeah. min- miracle mineral solution. And number three, they were told to stop selling it yeah. back in 2020 and continue to do so. Oh my God. Like these are like, the, they're, they like <clears throat> remind me of like, I just envision like the really, you know, like the stereotypical like skeezy car, yes. sa- car salesman or door to door knife sales guy. Oh, no, 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 no. They yeah. deserve life in prison because this is like, like it's essentially yes you're not trying to kill people but you Mm -hmm. are yeah you know what i mean like yes maybe you didn't kill anybody but knowingly selling a toxic substance is kind of like like that's manslaughter bitch it is it's crazy (laughs) it's crazy to me like it's it's crazy that it can only carry up like this are these the only charges because it's like you you there has to be more for selling something that you know are it could be something deadly. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. This is insane. It's fucking crazy. People are pieces of shit. Don't believe fucking religious organizations. Okay. (laughs) In general, but especially the like kind of weird churches that pop out of nowhere. I always ask myself this question (laughs) and I feel like this is good advice and this is for everything, everything on the the internet, everything, all kinds of stuff. If it seems too good to be true, (laughs) It probably is. It probably is. It's like, you know, all those like, oh, get rich quick with only yes. two hours a day. And it's not a, <laughs> it's not drop shipping. It's an amazing way to earn millions of dollars a year. And it's like, okay, well, if that's the case, everybody would be doing it. Mm. Like those get, yeah. get any get rich quick schemes, any miracle solutions that cure 95% of all. Yeah. Like, Everyone would be doing this. Exactly. It would be all over the news. It like, would, be, it would be huge. Everyone would be like, oh my God, 90, this cures 95% of all of our known ailments. It doesn't, obviously, and it's a little crock of shit. And you just really need to question those um, those things. And it, this this <sighs> to a lesser degree reminds me of an ad that I used to see when I was very young. It was aired here in Canada. Okay. And it was I don't know if you ever saw it. It was the Canadian House Hippo. Do you remember this? Is it the thing that I think? Okay. Basically, it was a commercial talking about how there's Canadian house hippos and it showed like these house hippos like running around. They scurried around the floor and they were eating like peanut butter on toast and shit. And then they know. And and, but it was like it looked real. Like they looked like real hippos. They took footage of real hippos, spliced it, did some designing stuff. So it looked like an actual little hippo running around the house and um, like little tiny. Like they were like the size of a mouse. (laughs) Yeah. And then the the, at the end of the ad, it goes. um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but basically it just encourages you to question what you see in media. Oh. So it's like everything, it seems really real, doesn't it? But everything is not what it seems. Oh, you know? I don't know. I don't remember this. Yeah. So it's kind of like encouraging children and adults in a fun way to say, hey, like, let's actually, like, we can photo edit anything and ed- video edit and do all this stuff. You mean I don't have tiny hippos running around my house? Well, you probably do. <gasps> I'll be rude as hell. <laughs> <laughs> we should, have you not, I can't believe you haven't, you've probably seen that commercial. I may have. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But anyway, things like that, like this kind of stuff. One, these guys are skis balls. Oh my God. I'm sorry. They're fucking skis balls. I can't believe. And the father and three sons, like a family got together and was like, let's scam people. Yeah. I mean, if they and that always kills me when it's like a parent that and like, their kids. and their kids, I'm like, 
Wow, what a great family. Yeah, but generally, and this is going to sound <laughs> Apple really bad. Apple doesn't fall. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at some of these stories that we had. Like, I remember um, Soho Karen. Yeah, that's true. And like her and her mom, her mom was like almost as just as bad as yeah. her. And I'm like, okay, well, clearly. But it's one thing to be like a just bad person and yeah. passing that on. But like to conspire together yeah. and decide together to be like criminals. That's another level of. And they would have been doing this as a business. Like they would have been shipping out yes. this stuff. They would have been taking payment, doing all this stuff. Like a million dollars is not chump change. a lot of money. Like I don't know how much they were selling these miracle <laughs> solutions for. But like I'm guessing it was a shitload of miracle solutions. Jesus Christ. It's fucked up, guys. Mm-hmm. The other story I got for us. <laughs> it's More sh- fun stuff. It's a short. Well, it's a short one. Basically, currently right now there is a massive heat wave in Texas. Kind of everywhere, God but damn, I mean, yeah. there's in been Europe as well. Yeah, Europe. There's a heat wave. We're getting a huge heat wave, and they're saying, okay, so <laughs> in Austin, a heat wave has consistently pushed temperatures well above 37.8 degrees across much of Celsius. Texas. Yeah, which is above 100 degrees Fahrenheit, apparently. And that'd be hot as hell. Because when we were in Houston, it was like 35. And it was so hot. And it was like the heat was insane. You couldn't do anything outside. It was like. Unless you were in a pool. Exactly. And we were just (laughs) the whole time, basically. Now, the issue, the reason why this story is coming up is because I guess, um, you know, there's been a few, uh, well, recently there's been a few deaths but they're also over the last like quite a few years because texas quite often has these like heat waves maybe not as bad as this one yeah but um they were saying over like a, a quite a long period of time like from 2000 to like 2019 there's been a lot of prison inmate deaths from from right because they didn't have air conditioning they, exactly they don't have ac so <laughs> which is kind of insane yeah because it's so hot in texas mm-hmm. so yeah, so people have died of yeah. overheating because you would die. Yeah, well, it says here, advocates and others have been highly critical of the lack of air conditioning in the nation's largest prison system, alleging that temperatures that often go past 120 degrees Fahrenheit or 48.9 oh. degrees no. Celsius inside the prisons in the summer and have been responsible for hundreds of inmates' deaths over the last years. Only about 30% of Texas uh, Texas's 100 prison units are fully air-conditioned, with the rest having partial or no AC. Texas currently has, oh my God, 128,000 <laughs> inmates. Oh my God. Like, this is another issue. That's a, That's separate, a separate issue. A separate issue in altogether. the U.S. is how much oh, of their population is incarcerated. It's so fucked up. It's like, so fucked up. It's staggering numbers. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Um, that's a whole other issue. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, the way that these prisons are set up is another fucking can of worms. Like thirty, the fact that only like less than half, we're mm. talking thirty percent of these prison units are air like fully air conditioned. Yeah, which is so crazy because it is so hot in Texas. Oh my god, like ridiculously like, hot. It's like they just want you to rot and die in prison, and just like which. I, I don't know. Like, I don't agree that prison should be just used as this, what do you call it? Like, punishment. punishment. Yeah. Like, you know, what what happened to rehabilitation? Well, exactly. Well, and the thing is, the issue with the prison system is a lot of the people that are incarcerated, like, mm. and I guarantee you, a lot of these 128,000 inmates, some of them can be on minor charges. Yes. False acquis- acquisition, accusations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, possession of yes, like weed drugs. even like that's l- another big thing a yeah. lot of people are in jail because of like drug like non-violent drug crimes exactly just being uh, just possession yes like having a certain amount of substance on you i'm not saying that you should go out and be a drug dealer but i'm just saying like if you have possession of a, of a substance 
That like, should not warrant prison time. Should I be? Should you be throwing people in jail? Like, no, I don't think so at all. But I really, I, I really think there's a there's an argument to be had about not legalizing but decriminalizing. A uh, lot yes, of these. I mean that's another whole. That would probably. Topic. I, I could almost guarantee that probably more than half of those inmates. It's is, a lot of is, people is, is drug related. Yes, or you know they did something stupid one day and like I get it. Yeah, yeah. there should be consequences, but I really strongly hate the idea of prisons being so like awful. And because yeah. people always criticize, there's, there's, I, I'm sure you've seen those videos where they show like a prison in Norway. Yeah. And it's like fucking, it's like a resort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> and, so nice. And like, I mean, to be fair, it's, it is very, very nice yeah. for a prison. Like, I it mean, looks it's like still a, a nice prison. home. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you still can't leave. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I assume so. But like, they set it up so differently than yeah. the way that we would normally see a prison. Like, when we think prison, we think concrete walls, fucking, you know, the jail, what do you call it? The cage. What do you call it? The bars. <laughs> <laughs> the bars. The bars. And like, it's tiny. You pee in front of everyone. Yeah. It, you sleep on this like tiny little bed that looks like shit. Yeah. And like, it just looks awful. Mm-hmm. And it's like the idea that someone's going to rehabilitate living in those conditions. Well, he's just not going you're to. You're going to just make this person worse and yeah. more likely to commit crime. Yeah. And it's shown if you look at the rate that, what is it called? The, recidivis- the recidivism rate. The, uh, it's the recidivism rate, isn't it? I can't remember. It's yeah. recidivism. Sure. Yeah. I may be making this up. Yeah. It's the rate where they are reincarcerated afterwards. Mm-hmm. So after they get out of prison, what is the likelihood that they're going to mm-hmm. return? And in America, that likelihood is very, very high. Well, and you know what's crazy as well about the prison system in itself? Like, again, I think that there's massive prison reform that could happen. Yes. Um, but the, the, the crazy thing, especially in the U.S., because they have so many people incarcerated, it's like also just the cost of keeping a prison. Yep. Uh, an inmate in prison. So we're talking hundred over 128,000 inmates. The cost per per inmate is actually quite a lot. It's a lot, but it it's costs- also a money making business somehow. I know it's. I don't, so it's many so things. fucked up. Yeah. And by the way, it is recidivism. Thank you very much. Perfect. Good job. Mm-hmm. Well, some of us speak English. <laughs> Anyway, so that's the story. It's quite sad, actually. I mean, people shouldn't die because they're like, imagine dying of heat. I know. Imagine it. First of all, imagine it being 48.9 degrees in your house. Rose, that's literally double what it is right now in here. (laughs) Yeah, I would actually die. Yeah. I mean, you would die. You would. I mean, you would. You you can't put people under these conditions. Part of the reason this came up is there's um, this late, this, this lady. Tana Souther's na her son died. Her son died. Yeah, and she believes month. that it was because of the excessive, excessive heat yeah. in his prison, which is very likely. Yeah, and imagine like that's your son, that's yeah. your fucking cousin, that's your yeah. brother. That's just like again, people do bad things. I get it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they are not human beings. Yeah, and that they don't deserve a decent, you know, conditions, like living conditions. Yeah. We don't know what her son did, exactly. but like you shouldn't die in a prison. Like what the fuck? Due to fucking huge, crazy temperatures. Oh my God. It's insane. And no AC in Texas. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's criminal. Yeah. I mean, I, like we would have died. I know. Like we stayed with some friends and they had AC, like literally everywhere. It has AC everywhere. Like, like you, you have can't, to, you have like, no, no, no. Like I joke about Calgary like getting AC now because it does get really hot here in the summer. But we can survive here we, without AC. You could survive here without AC. Like Easily. it would be it would be uncomfortable for a couple weeks, but like other than that you're fine. But in Texas, like in especially in like Houston and Austin and these places, like that heat was unreal. Oh my god, no. 
Because I feel like also because it's so humid. It's not that humid, but I feel like it is humid. It's yeah. more humid than here. 35 degrees in Houston felt <laughs> yeah. it felt like it's really hot. hot. It's way too hot. No yeah. way. No way, you guys. This is unbelievable. It was too much. Yeah. They need to do something. Yeah. Anyway, God next damn. story. Another doom and gloom story. <gasps> God damn. This one would be scary as hell. Oh, I don't well, like this, this one. I heard this one. Mm. God damn. I, I saw this on TikTok and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Because like, I'd, I'd never really heard of someone... I mean, let me just talk about it. Okay. Bodybuilder dies. Okay. This poor guy was aged 33. Okay. Younger than us. Younger than us. He dies after horrific weightlifting accident. So he was squatting weights in excess of 180 kilograms. And this guy, like I saw a picture and I don't think he weighs, like obviously people squat more than they weigh. That is a thing. Yeah. But it can be dangerous when you squat really heavily, which obviously is clearly the case here. Yeah. So he was squatting excess of 180 kilograms, which is like, like what? Th- hold on. Let me, let me get it in pounds. God damn. 180 kilograms. It's double that. Yeah. It will be. Oh, 397 pounds. Yeah. 400 pounds. Okay. So he, uh, was, uh, he was a, his name was Justin Vicky, 33. Mm-hmm. He was a, a bodybuilder and he died in Bali. I don't know if he's, I think he is from Bali. I'm not sure. Um, it says he was lifting weights uh, and basically it was over 180 kilograms and a spotter watched on behind him. Okay. So he had a spotter and then the publication claims tragedy stuck when, um, uh, when Vicky failed to complete the lift mm-hmm. and fell forward. So he went, apparently he went down mm-hmm. and then he was trying to get back up and then it like, it broke his neck. He snapped the weight reportedly oh god it's so bad the weight reportedly snapped vicky's head forward breaking his neck oh my god fuck and then he was rushed to the hospital and he couldn't be revived this is just and he look he is not like he's not he can he should not be lifting 400 pounds i think this, i mean here's the thing so i saw this video and like bodybuilders were like i'm not a bodybuilder clearly <laughs> anyway you're not <laughs> But it's like it is very people lift way too heavily and it ha- apparently happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe it's ego. I get that. Of course, like, you know, you want to lift heavier each time or whatever. Mm-hmm. To a point. But though, to I a think. point. Like it can be very, very dangerous. Yeah. OK. And like it's like. 400 pounds is. Do we really need to be lifting 400 pounds? I, I don't know. Some of this stuff I'm like. <sighs> I know. But I, I think it's when you get to that extreme. Right. It's mm. like, you know. You can like, again, it's good to like build up your squatting and maybe you get to a certain point. Once you get to a certain point, it's like, should you continue to push your body past that? Like to these extreme levels. And that's when you do get into these kind of like situations where, you know, you're pushing your body too far. Like you can seriously fuck yourself up. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. That's so Oh my God. It says... 210 kilogram barbells falls on him. And there's a video. Okay, we're not going to watch the video. No, I don't want to see the video. That is disturbing. Yeah. I can't believe there's a video going around. Come on now. Probably because people were like, oh, oh go, go on, bro. Oh, you can do no. this. It is just sad. Yeah. And so avoidable. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what, the, that's what the worst part is about these, some of these incidences. Is like, these are completely avoidable deaths. Oh, God. The you immense know? weight fall, fell on his shoulders and continue on to the... Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, please people and like he is not like a i mean i don't know sometimes it's hard to tell because like some people can lift a lot yeah okay but again like he looks strong like he looks very strong yeah but he's not like a huge 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 man you know what i'm saying like 
he's definitely i don't know I, he definitely lifted more than he should have yeah but oh it's just sad mm-hmm. like that is i always think guys and again obviously everyone does their own thing and some people yeah. like they get a lot of fulfillment out of doing bodybuilding and everything like that like from my perspective like personally i just like i would never like yeah i go to the gym on a regular basis and i try to like push myself each time maybe mm. do a little bit heavier but like i'm never <laughs> you and, I'm you not and i would that. never do <laughs> i would never go that far and i would never do that much oh really daniel yeah <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I'm pretty muscular, Rose. Like I got some yeah, but you're, you're not into the heavy lifting. <laughs> you, see, you see those muscles on my leg? You see those What's, calf muscles? How much you bench? Goddamn, I don't even know. <laughs> how much you squat? Uh, <laughs> how many? What's the heaviest you've squatted? Like probably around 20, like 80 kilos. Eh, not too bad. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm, again, I'm not like trying to. Yeah, I, yeah, you should. I'm doing this more to like stay yes. in shape and stuff. I'm not doing this to like yes. lift super heavy. And it's 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 this again. It's that male ego, oh, you yeah. know. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah, bro. How much you bench, bro? Well, you just asked me that, bro. Yeah, how, m- <laughs> how much you squat, man? <laughs> Only eighty. I squatted two hundred last week. And I benched two hundred and ten, yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no homo, bro. No homo. No homo. Just grab my ass later in the showers, okay? <laughs> Just get touch it. Anyway, it. <laughs> uh, it's very, very sad. Yeah. Guys, guys, please be careful in the gym. Mm-hmm. And this is another point to say. Bodybuilding, not always healthy. No. Quite often, well, it's actually not healthy. It's not. That, that look, the bodybuilder look. It's not healthy. It's like those people usually. are like dehydrated they're like they're usually on steroids yeah and it's just like it's not a good like and even i've, I've seen some like tiktoks mm. <laughs> there was this one guy he was like a young he's like still young i think he's like maybe 25 or something but in his early 20s he was like a bodybuilder or sure. he was like trying to get super not bodybuilder he was trying to get super shredded yeah. and he got super shredded he got down to like i don't know four percent body fat or something ridiculous which is so and un- i think it's yeah. very unhealthy it is and he was like he was like i was a 22 year old guy and he's like the things they don't tell you about being in this yeah. peak conditional shape or peak peak conditional shape according to the bodybuilding world exactly is that actually he was like you lose all sex drive yeah he's like i had no sex drive at all and he's like i'm a 22 year old guy like what i I should be out there boning bitches (laughs) you know and it's like i should be out there whipping my dick out all the time shaking it around and (laughs) finding some nice vagine (laughs) but like and he was like no sex drive extreme fatigue yeah usually because they're not eating enough or they're only eating like protein and nothing else yeah um and just all of like they yeah it's just it's just not good people have died from this many times Mm. from steroid use from just simply you know being way too lean having way too little body fat that's crazy and especially i mean not especially but like even with women women need more body fat uh than men do but some of these women that get way too like shredded, they lose their period. Yeah. They're exhausted, hungry all the time. Like that's not normal things. Guys. Like these, this is an eating disorder. Like this is a problem. Yeah. Like exercise uh, addiction, eating disorder. These are huge issues. And the fact that in order to go on these bodybuilding shows, every single one of those people, even if they're healthy, mm. usually leading up to the bodybuilding show, they're doing very unhealthy shit. Yeah. And if that is what it takes to look the way that they do on stage, how can you say that that's healthy? Exactly. Because like they, they have to dehydrate themselves. They're barely eating anything. They have all these cheat meals planned in their head. And usually that's a sign that you're not eating enough. If you're mm-hmm. like, I get it. Like we all have our little meals that we want to eat. Mm-hmm. But like to like imagine and envision a cheat meal, usually that happens when you're starving yourself. Yeah. And 
And then it's just, and then usually it leads to yo-yoing and uh, so many issues. Okay. Downhill battle. Bodybuilding is just usually generally not good Mm -hmm. unless you're just doing it, you know, like literally you're just building your body. Yeah. But if you're competing and stuff and I don't know, it's not good. Okay. One last story. Okay. Another sad story. Fuck my life. Okay. So this is on CBC, Canadian news, but I feel like it's probably across the board. Okay. More people are surrendering their, surrendering their pets. And local animal shelters are pleading for help. Of course. Okay. This pisses me off. Okay. Return to office. Rising costs among reasons pet owners giving are giving up. Organizations say. <sighs> you guys. So this is a Toronto story. Again, a greater Toronto area animal shelter is turning to the community for support, saying its facility is at capacity as more and more pets are being surrendered. Okay. So apparently like they they're saying that they have they have an increase in demand for its food bank which provides pet meals to owners struggling financially so basically most of the dogs that they have in their care are covid dogs this fucking pisses me off mm. people that got dogs during covid thinking oh it'll be i'm bored let me just get a fucking dog yeah i listen people get dogs during covid that's fine but it's like you have to understand that this is not just uh, did they think COVID was going to last forever? Mm-hmm. Did they think that they were going to work from home forever? I was crazy. And it's like, you know, you have to prepare for those potential circumstances. Yeah. This is not just a fucking toy you pick up at the toy store. This is a living, breathing, like, you know, dog and cat or whatever it is. Usually it's dogs because dogs require a little bit more care, I imagine. Yeah. I think they're also a little bit more expensive. Maybe. Yeah, but I don't sure. I don't actually know. But I think I think again a big part of this, obviously there's two two problems here is like again, a lot of people adopting animals during COVID, again thinking, eh, you know, like you said, like bored or whatever. Just and this then convenience thing. Yeah, and then not obviously being consistent with it. And it's like we're going back to work now, everyone's going back to office. Did you not think you were like, going to? And then they're realizing shit, I have to do still take oh. the dog for walks and do all this other stuff. And it's get it's, a dog walker. Exactly. And the other the other side of the coin though, which is like the crazy in the last two years, um, cost of living. And I'm not saying that this is a mm. reason to like to to put Guys, your dog out for adoption. I get it. Maybe in a serious, very severe situation. Yeah. But do not get a dog if you're in any sort of financial issues. Financial issues. They yeah. are expensive. Yep. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Um, no. <laughs> okay, know. because the thing is, unless something extreme happened, you are already in a probably a little bit of a shaky financial situation. Yeah. I'm not I'm trying to be empathetic. Yeah. But I can't. When it's like you're you're dealing with another living, breathing, like family member that you decided to bring in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you people having children, are, are you going to give up your child? Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. well, that's true. Actually, that's a good point. Cause it's like, if you have a child during this COVID is a child and you're like, we can't, well, I guess you could put your child up for adoption, but that's less, yeah, exactly. Less, less likely, much less likely. Like I get it. If you're so like something crazy happened, all of a sudden you really, really cannot take like care of Like you both your lost your jobs. Exactly. And like, but again, even if you lost your fan. jobs, maybe you should have, again, I get, okay, fine. Lost the jobs, both of you. It was unexpected. Fine. Maybe. Ugh, I don't know. Maybe put them for temporary or like see if there's a friend that could look after the dog while you get back on your feet. There's other options. I can't. No, I can't do it. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, like they're like, yeah, they can no longer afford to care for an animal due to the rising cost of living in Ontario. Move. Sorry, you decided to take on an animal. What, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry. Like, this is just you're abandoning this family member because you were financially. I don't know. Don't get a dog. Don't get a pet. If you feel that any sort of rising cost. Mm -hmm. Again, we're not talking about like, oh, you're I don't know. You both got fucking laid off and Mm -hmm. you're like about to be homeless. Like fucking I see homeless people with dogs. I know. (laughs) Homeless people have dogs, people. (laughs) Okay. Um, but like if you are in a situation where, you know, if a little bit of the, the costs go up, which a lot of people are in that situation, yeah, a lot of people living in North America, especially are, you know, like literally one month away from being homeless or something. Well, and I think we're feeling that the most now because yes. not the most, but like, uh, so many people are living paycheck to paycheck and that was before the rising costs. Yeah. Now the costs have gone through the roof for everything. And people are like, fuck. And then also people overextended themselves on mortgages. They overextend themselves with everything. Everything. Even with getting animals. Yep. Okay. If you want to overextend and fuck up your own life, that's great. Okay. This pisses me off. But do not get an animal. Okay. Do not bring in an animal. Nobody told you to do- uh, to buy a dog or adopt a dog. Do whatever. Mm. Okay. Unless you are fully ready to like take on this dog. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like... Again, we're not talking about the exceptions to the rule here. We're talking about this is a pattern of behavior, which clearly we can see all these people just giving up their COVID dogs. Yeah. Oh, fucking pisses me off. Okay. These dogs are, and they remember everything. They know they're abandoned. Mm -hmm. It's just so sad. They do not deserve this type of treatment because you decided to get a little toy for a few months before you went back to work. Yeah. No, 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 no. Anyways. (sighs) <sighs> rant over sorry i can't be empathetic toward this type of situation but no, people Rose. it pisses me off and i think you're f- very justified in that situation <laughs> in that I'm feeling fucking annoyed. you know what this reminds me you know that channel uh, uh, that i keep watching so this guys you need to watch this youtube channel <laughs> if you have any sort of financial issues okay watch oh this yeah channel. i remember you telling me about this it's, channel. oh what fuck what's it called his name is Caleb. I'm trying to get his last name here. Hold on. Get get his channel up, Rose. Let's okay. see it. Get Caleb I've been the... like, so this is my new channel obsession. Okay. It's called, uh, his name is Caleb Hammer. And I've been like watching a bunch of his videos. Basically, I think he's like a financial advisor or something. Mm. Or like he has experience in this like financial advising. And whatever. some of the stories are crazy, right? So basically he sits down and he does usually like an hour long deep dive into someone's like finance situation. Yeah. And pretty much most of them are fucked. Yeah. Like, and this is in the States, but like, I think Canadians, similar situation, yeah. probably a lot of people are like in so much debt mm. and they, in, and some of them, like, it's really sad to hear their stories. And I mean, most of it's sad actually. Oh, it's all, it's all like, but, but it's a crazy thing because like, uh, like in conjunction with this, well, not mm. in conjunction, there was a TV show in Canada. I, I don't know if it's Canada or the U S or both. It was called till debt to us part. Oh, yeah, you I, love you, that show. I used to love this show, yeah. but also it was like really scary to that point that, you know, there's actually so many people that you don't even realize like your friends yes. and family and all this stuff that are like this show used to blow my mind. Cause I used to think sometimes I was like, Oh, I should have more money saved up or I should have yeah. X, Y, Z. It or, made you feel better. Hey, it did. And then, I, and then there'd be people out there that have literally, and, and it is, it's a shitty situation to be in, but they have $0 in their savings. They have not just like a few thousand, like, yeah, like tens of thousands of dollars of credit card debt, like maxed out like four credit cards of 40 grand of credit card debt. Like just insane insanity. And, and a big part of it, like some people might say, Oh, you know, like people are not earning enough or whatever it is generally on that show. And I'm not sure if it's the same with this guy here. It's like, it's like just basically spending outside of your means. Ultimately that's what it is. It's like if they, 
they have a budget. They just didn't work within it. They never were taught properly. You know, even mm-hmm. in school, we're not really taught. No, exactly. no, we're not. If we're taught financial literacy at a young age, like even in through the school system, which is should be taught just because everybody, no matter what career profession you go into, you have to deal with finances mm-hmm. no matter what. And it should be a bare minimum in schools. But basically, if you don't, if you're not taught financial literacy at a young age, your parents are not that great with money. You don't have great financial role models. You'll fall into this trap where, you know, you're buying like Tim Hortons coffee every day, which is like, you know, only a couple bucks, two, three dollars. You don't think about it. Right. And you keep doing stuff like this, but it adds up so much. And if you're already on a, you know, maybe not such a high income. Yeah. Those little changes and people are like, oh, Daniel, like, you you know, people talk about like avocado and toast and all that bullshit. (laughs) That's not what I'm meaning. I'm meaning like consistently spending over what you can afford. You will end up in these situations where it's like literally I couldn't believe it. Like some of the debts I was like, I know. And there were people earning more than me. I was like, yes, I was like, what the fuck is going on? How are you in like 50 grand of credit card debt? Lifestyle creep. Yeah, it was insane. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's similar. So basically like he sits down with these people and yeah a lot of them some of them yes they are in like a really shitty situation yeah. but mo- and again i don't want to like hate the play like you know you know what they say don't yeah. hate the player hate the game yeah so this is another situation where it is mostly like a systemic problem for sure where we allow people to even have credit cards in the first place and rack up all this debt because mm-hmm. to the credit card companies this is fantastic it's yeah. free money yeah. and for people that are good with credit cards like you and i yeah. we're fine we're actually benefiting from this horrible system yeah but for, for most people, when they're not taught financial literacy and all of these things, not that I was necessarily taught it, mm-hmm. but I think for some people, it just comes a little bit more naturally. Yeah. Some people are better at it. Yes. Yeah. So, but it's like, again, the system is designed for for this type of catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then you can work. But then within that system, you kind of have to be smart and you kind of have to, you know, you know just have a little bit of self-control. Exactly. That's the, that's the biggest thing is self-control. Like, you know what? If you really can't afford to be getting Uber eats every weekend. Yeah. That's the thing. Don't do it. They were door dash. A lot of these people, they're door dashing. And it's Mm -hmm. funny because he like yells at all. (laughs) Yeah. But in like a, it's in, it's in like a funny manner. He's like, why are you, why are you buying McDonald's like three times a week when you can barely afford? But the thing is too, with that though, also part of the problem is how easy Yes, it is. I could sit here right now if I wanted to. And you know what? After this, I'm probably gonna take an Uber home. <laughs> but like <laughs> after talking about this, but like literally it's so easy to order food to your house. And yeah. it's like you can add your credit card details. You don't have to do anything. So it's, you almost don't see the money. No, you don't, th- that's the point. Yeah. You don't see the money and you think you have all this money yeah. because you have a credit card. Yeah. When really you really should be spending the money you have. Exactly. You think you have all this money. So that's that's the problem that's that's one of the many many problems and then the other problem is of course we have this like culture where it's like uh you know capitalist culture there's marketing everywhere advertising everywhere we're kind of always enticed to buy something new this will change your life this will fix your acne this will make you beautiful this will make you rich you are just constantly told to spend 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 and then of course there's the value there's the lovely credit card right there yeah for you to spend your money to say hey here you go. So, yes. Here's five grand that, exactly. you did, that you didn't have before that you can spend now. Exactly. Like, so oh, then shit. Great. people just spend and then they think, oh, it's fine. Yeah. It's crazy. 
Uh, but yeah, so many people having so much debt, barely affording anything, yet they're still going out, buying all this stuff. Uh, this is where it's like, this is where you get frustrated because yeah. it's like, again, donate the player, but also there you do have to have some level of social responsibility, your own responsibility. There yeah. is some level of independent responsibility. Yeah. Yes, it's a problem that, you know, all of these financial systems exist, yeah. but some level of responsibility in on your part. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's just... one. And I agree. But I think also too, going back to the financial education system mm, and like yes, schools, well. like we're not even really taught about credit cards. Like if, because again, credit cards are such, it's, it's, it's a, a necessary evil in a sense that like, for example, if you do ever want to, you mm. know, who knows now with home ownership and prices getting crazy, but mm-hmm. like if you wanted to get a house, if you want to get a loan or whatever, you need to build credit. And yeah. one of the best ways to do that is getting a credit card, but we're not taught what a credit card even means really. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know people will like get it and stuff, but it's like, you're right. Like, like just the ease of spending money and the ease of like not even seeing the money. Like yeah. you just don't even see it. Like it's you're just all, like, it's tap, all tap, on, tap, tap, yeah, tap. It's all digital. Yeah. Like there's no, there, nobody's really using cash nowadays. Yeah. And I, I've even been guilty of this where I've been like, you know, spending and then, you know, kind of thought I kept track and then I looked at, looked yeah. at my statement. I was like, holy fuck, I don't remember <laughs> spending this much money. You know? I know. Like, I've had those moments. So it's so easy to do and get carried away. And I'm like, I swear I didn't spend that much money. I didn't really do much. Yeah. And then I like look through. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got that. Okay. Yeah. I remember getting that. It adds that. up. Yeah. It adds up. And I'm like, Those fuck. little, little things, they all add up. Yeah. Those door dashes, uh, yeah. those Uber Eats. It's those, expensive. And ne- yeah. yeah, now we have those delivery things and it's just oh people, we mm-hmm. need to we need to re we need to revamp this system. I don't yeah. know what is happening. Yeah. But a lot of people they can barely afford anything. So if you can't afford things such as dogs, such and cats. as dogs, do not get them. Okay. Yeah. You can do you could do whatever you want with your own shitty finances, okay? Yeah. But if you can't afford it, that's why they say you need to have at least three to six months or whatever of, uh, of savings of, uh, what is a security fund or whatever, whatever, like, like you safety know, net, safety net. Yeah. But most people, I think in the majority of North Americans yeah. don't have it. Well, I think that they were saying too, like the level of consumer debt, like even in Canada, it's like, oh, insane it's now. insanity per person. It's like something ridiculous. I was like, holy shit. Also, I feel like we live in this culture in North America, especially, um, like this is, I, I think as an Asian, I cannot, I could never relate to this. Mm. Not that Asians don't have this issue, but I feel yeah. like it's a lot more prevalent in North America. Yeah. Is this like nonchalant attitude toward debt? Yes. Like so many people. They're just like, oh. They're just like, oh yeah, it's normal to have like thousands of dollars in credit card debt. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Or they'll be like, oh, you know, like I have like. 10,000 on my credit card right now and I have like room for five grand more and like I really want to go on this trip to Cancun with my friends so like I'm just gonna book it like yes it's just very it's not a big deal like it's just a few more thousand on my credit card like whatever yes a a lot of people on his little show is like that they're kind of like well you know you gotta live your life yeah and he's like oh my god you are going to and he has a saying it's like you're gonna die 80 on the Walmart floor (laughs) oh god (laughs) because the problem is if you're not prepared yeah for the future it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, and this is the thing too. They always say like the way that you should live your life, it's like a balance, right? Like obviously exactly. none of us know when we're going to die. Yeah. So but you also live like, you know, you're going to live forever. Exactly. But also you shouldn't live like it's your last day. Exactly. You have to have a happy medium where you're still doing things, but you yes. somehow make it work within your budget mm-hmm. that you're also putting money aside to save and you're not spending on your credit card. Like exactly. the only time you should spend on a credit card is if you're going to pay it off right away. Yes. And you have like, if you want to, like, let's say... Going back to that Cancun trip, you want to go to Cancun, 
put on your credit card, but make sure you got the money in your bank account to pay it off right away. Yeah. Like you shouldn't really be spending more than what you actually have. Yeah. It's insane. For me, it's like, I think I've missed just by accident. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just like forget. I've done that. I've yeah. missed maybe one or two like credit card payments. Yeah. And I like that itself gives me anxiety. I know. And I also just hate wasting money on oh. unnecessary because credit card interest it's so high is absolute insanity. So for me to hear somebody it's actually crazy. talk about credit card debt, like it's, it's nothing. And before I thought again, because nobody's, nobody's giving us proper education on credit cards. Yeah. Before I thought, because I was like, what the hell is this minimum monthly payment? It's like $10. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, maybe that is like, <laughs> I was stupid. And I was like, this is many years ago. I was like, yeah. maybe that's to like mitigate interest. Because I thought, oh, maybe if you uh, make that. But not that I ever did that. Yeah, yeah. But then later I found out it's just for, uh, to save your credit store score or like not yeah. impact your credit score. But I also think I, I, I was under the impression the minimum payment is like, for example, let's say you had $1,000 on your credit uh-huh. card, right? Your minimum payment is enough to cover whatever the interest is, plus a little bit more to slowly play the p- principal down. So like a tiny bit more. So basically, and, and oh. because I remember seeing on that till debt to us part, she said, look, if you guys continue to make your minimum payment on this credit card, like let's say you never spend on that credit card again, you only make the minimum payment. She's like, it's going to take you like 20 years to pay this credit card off. So you're saying that the reason why my minimum payment is only $10 is because I don't have any credit card debt. Well, no, it's because like you haven't accumulated. Yeah. I think yeah. So like if I have, if let's say I had accumulated yeah. like $10,000 of credit card debt, yeah. then my minimum payment would be a higher number. Yes. Ah, yeah. so, so that's you, why my minimum payment is only $10. Exactly. Because oh. the way that the way that they would work it out is because what they would do okay, is. Okay. I did not know this. Yeah. This is my, my understanding <laughs> is they would take. Guys, none of this is financial advice. I know. Do not take this as financial <laughs> advice. It's not. Um, but they would take whatever your credit card balance is mm. because essentially whatever your credit card balance is, let's say it's a thousand dollars and your interest for is, is $10 a month. Yeah. Your minimum payment has to be at least, but it's going to be a little bit more than $10, yes. right? Cause you got to pay off some principal, right? right? So your minimum payment might be $11. So right. you pay, you pay the interest portion and a dollar yeah. off the principal. And oh it's, a, it's such a small amount that it slowly chips away. <sighs> but if you did it that way, it would take you so long years and you would be paying like hundreds of dollars for like a $30 purchase. Yes. But this, <laughs> this is how the credit card companies get That's you though. Thing. They literally, the best people that they love are people that carry these big balances, Yes, but still pay, but still are paying and try to pay it yes. off, but they're still carrying these balances. They're still getting these massive interest yeah. amounts. And then eventually if they even, if they do pay it off, credit card companies still made a shit ton of money off them. Yeah. So, so then wait, so then they like those people, but yeah. the people like us, they don't like. Yeah. And people that also never pay it off. Yeah. Because there are people like that. And then yeah. what happens to them? Do they go to like jail? I don't really know. No. I think they just get fucked because their credit score is fucked. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, they I can know. never get a fucking house. Yeah. They probably have to. Um, I've heard. I think some people like claim bankruptcy and stuff. Right. And then when I think, I don't know, but I've heard if you claim bankruptcy, it's like your debt's wiped or they try to clear it off as best they can. And then your debt's wiped, but then your credit score's fucked. Like, like you're literally fucked for like seven or eight years. Right. And then slowly after that time, you can start rebuilding your credit. I think. Oh, God damn. Yeah. So it fucks you up. Like it's not oh a good my idea. God. Yeah. You guys, we could do a whole episode on this, oh, God damn, but we've we been talking for way too long. Yes, we have guys. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know your thoughts on any of these issues. Yes. Was I too harsh on these dog abandoners? Let me know. 
okay uh, <laughs> in the comments down below if you are yeah. watching on youtube make sure you subscribe thumbs up this video mm -hmm. if you're listening on any podcast platform make sure you give us a little five-star review those help us a lot make sure you follow us and give us some love over mm -hmm. there and once again guys where are we going in january we're going to costa rica yeah, yeah. so if you want to join us in costa rica mm -hmm. the link is down below there are only a few early bird spots left you can save a hundred dollars if you book in the early bird spots yeah. um, either way all the info will be on that page so check it out and come with us yeah. to costa rica make sure you check out our patreon page mm -hmm. patreon.com slash the savage podcast for exclusive content and every episode a week early and uh, all episodes ad free God and damn lots more you. stuff you'll be a you'll be a marketing regurgitator mm -hmm. <laughs> all, right, all right guys thank you so much for listening thank and we'll you. talk to you guys next week bye, bye.